This is Holistic Hysteria. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going over there on this holiday weekend getting started? Well, yeah, right now it's uh, sunshine and beautiful. Um, I thought we were rain, but maybe we won't. Fingers crossed. <laughs> there will be fireworks and such um, wherever everyone else is listening, but we might see a few. I'm not really sure. I haven't heard. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I would say happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July to all of you out there. Yay. That should be fun. I know. Exactly. Welcome to Holistic Hysteria, 4th of July edition. <laughs> we don't have any fireworks to play for you right here. <laughs> just just imagine that in yeah. your head that right at that moment you heard boom, boom, crackle. Except for maybe what we talk about sparks some fireworks, you know, in your brain or oh. things to think about. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, welcome to Holistic Hysteria. Thank you for tuning in where we try to have casual conversations about being more healthy from the inside out without getting hysterical about it because there's always so much information out there and we try to cut through to the stuff that really matters and just keep it simple and um, and get some real life perspective on it because, you know, you can, you can hear and read all kinds of stuff, but, um, we're just two real life people talking about it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. I have to keep um. it simple. <laughs> <laughs> we all really do to be successful. Like it's, it really does come down to the simplicity and, you know, customizing in a way that works for you. There's, you know, obviously we talk about how there's no one size fits all for everything. And that's, it's true for so many things. So, um, yeah, let's, let's continue to embrace that. Um, but we're still, um, in pandemic times and, um, any time of the year, really, it's, it's one of the things that's kind of the foundation of living healthier is, um, supporting your immune system. And we've talked a little bit about this before in other episodes because it's always related to health, but we kind of wanted to have one specific episode and talk about things that specifically support your immune system, boosting it naturally, um, and again, you have to figure out what works best for you, but there's some natural ways to do it, some habits that you can adopt that will continue to support your immune system throughout the whole year. Because, you know, a lot of people think of, you know, the fall and the wintertime bringing on like the flu season and colds and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, obviously these viruses and, you know, bacteria out there, like stuff can hit you anytime. So we're all getting very good at washing our hands a lot. Um, and obviously now we're, you know, wearing masks when we can out in public and stuff. So that's just a way of kind of keeping the germs away from you that are like, you know, the ones that are super, um, disruptive, like the, you know, obviously the coronavirus is what we're focusing on right now, trying to keep out of our bodies. Um, but I will say there is a level of bacteria and dirt, you know, all that kind of stuff, the whole dirt don't hurt thing. It's actually good to, you know, play outside, um, 
and all that kind of stuff. Not that you should go around necessarily eating dirt and, you know, um, all that kind of touching all the handrails and whatever, but you know, we do need a level of, um, dirt or bacteria in our bodies, in our guts, cause it all comes back to gut health. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen months and months from now after people have been using so much soap and so much hand sanitizer, um, hand sanitizer specifically, just because that's also putting, you know, alcohol into your blood's bloodstream, very little bits, but you know, um, and it's killing some of the good bacteria that we need in our bodies. So I'm wondering, you know, what's going to happen with our immune systems when that all comes around. Well, so um, far, the way 2020 is going, there's just no telling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the memes are cracking me up. That's like comparing it to the Hunger Games because <laughs> there's like some big something every month. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we just started July. So we'll see what's on the docket for um uh, yeah Um, (laughs) but yeah i've seen like a few like news reports about other viruses and stuff that are popping up with different kinds of animals and that kind of thing and you know i'm just like you know it's just interesting i am not an expert in the you know epidemiology of viruses and all that kind of stuff so i cannot speak to how that all happens and everything but it's just amazing to me that there's so many different strains that affect people differently and um i really wish that i knew i mean i don't wish i knew more people that were infected with coronavirus i just wish that i could talk to people that have been and ask the questions i want to ask as far as their health habits go to see if there's you know what's going on with all that because i you know you hear that it's not a, i mean that it's affecting people in different ways, but even some quote unquote, very healthy people are being affected. But then some people have had these underlying conditions that they didn't know about and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's interesting to see how it affects people differently and what's really going on because we can't really know every single little thing about what's going on with every little system in our body. Um, and there's no reason to like make it like, I don't want to stress you out. You know, it's more of like a, just do what you can do your best, forget the rest kind of thing. Um, because there's little things. What we're going to talk about today are habits that everybody can do to support your immune system. So um, when you think of supporting your immune system, Kelly, what do you think of? I think of vitamin C. Um, I think of um, making sure that I'm um, practicing good hygiene. Um, I think of uh, some of the natural things. I think of our elderberry syrup. Um and my, you know, my essential oils, my thieves. But I also um, think about um, certain foods, certain movements. Um, I th- so supporting my immune system, I think, to me, means several different things. And I don't know if I'm right about any of those. Well, um, you are, and it shows <laughs> that you are thinking more holistically about your health because yeah. there's so many different things involved with being overall healthy. It is not just, I have a hundred percent of vitamin C that I need for the day. I'm not going to get sick. Like there's so much more to it. Than yeah. That. I, so. think, I also think zinc and vitamin D and all the things, but I'm, I'm also in the same sense, learning to fact check everything um, it, you know, just to be sure, because, you, you know, it comes out that, um, remember back and forth when eggs were bad? No, they're not. Yes, they are. Yep. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing that I yep. think back to that. And yeah. 
Same so, with like coconut oil, yeah. coffee, mm-hmm. um, even mm-hmm. wine. Like everything can be healthy for you. No, wait, no, it's bad for you. Yeah. You know? And I think um, what we have learned, or I, I've definitely learned, I know you you have learned a long time ago, but what I've learned recently is it, it depends on you because, you know, whereas when my husband's um, test came, like he did some heart tests and, and the doc said, you need to drink at least three glasses of red wine a week. It's helpful for you. Um, And so, but I have learned for me, red wine is not a good thing. It doesn't give me, my body a good response. It makes me swell and um, it gives me indigestion and, you know, all of that. So um, for him, it was something good for his body. And for me, it was not. Right. Yeah. Same with like all the foods. Right. And of course, of course, he doesn't care for red wine and I (laughs) like it. Love it. (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. I've noticed the older I get that I do get a little more flush (laughs) after a glass of wine. Like my cheeks start (laughs) to get a little red and my mother-in-law's used to, her cheeks would always get really red. So she does, she kind of avoids it too. But um, I'm like, yep, that's going to be me with the rosy cheeks because I, you know, (laughs) I enjoy the red wine sometimes, but, um, yeah, it does. You just, you really have to pay attention to how your body responds to different things. And when we talk about supporting our immune system, that's one system in the body, right? But it's affected, you know, as a whole with all the different things going on. And you got to think about it as your gut health and your brain health. So we're going to go over a few points of things you can do and just, you know, start creating it like as daily habits, um, to kind of, you know, support your immune system and boost it too. But I don't want people to think of it as necessarily like you're boosting your immune system because you're about to go out in public more, or you're boosting your immune system because we're going into, you know, flu season, or you're boosting your immune system because of whatever, like, you know, yes, it's smart to pay more attention to it, like before you travel or before whatever, like, but you need to think about it as an ongoing practice for you like these habits are very important to keep your immune system functioning well in the long term you know like over time and it does kind of have it can have um kind of a compound effect when you nourish it with like really you know like nourishing plants and you know all that kind of stuff you know instead of thinking about oh i need to stock up on emergency or airborne or whatever it's called Um, you know, the stuff you can just like buy at the counter, you know, um, at the drugstore or whatever. It's not that saying that stuff's not helpful. It's just a lot of the stuff you can buy like at the pharmacy, um, or, you know, at a drugstore or whatever over the counter, it's got the vitamins listed and it has like what percentage it is of your daily, um, you know, value or whatever, what you need. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but anytime vitamins are specifically listed, um, I'm not talking about ingredients though. I'm talking about vitamins. Like it says vitamin C, you know, hundred percent of your daily value or whatever. Um, it's synthetic. There's some synthetic vitamins going on in there. Like our bodies create vitamins and you want to support your body to help create more of those vitamins And then also when you're supplementing, you're just making sure that you're also taking in like a natural version of it. So, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a waste. I'm just saying, you know, don't run out and just buy something that says, you know, vitamin C, but when you turn it over and it's got all this, you know, vitamin C listed or whatever, it's synthetic. So your body may not even absorb it and use it the right way for you to get 
the benefits of vitamin C. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Um, I think we should also just go ahead and say this, and I'll probably say it again. Um, <laughs> you know, we're not doctors. No. But these are some suggestions. At the end of the day, um, it's always best, especially if you have um, chronic health conditions, to check with your primary care physician about anything that we discuss to see if that's going to be the best thing for you. Correct. So just just throwing that out there just so that people know this doesn't take the place of your relationship with your primary care physician. Absolutely. Especially because you may have stuff going on that we don't even ever talk about. And right. You know, you need to be in communication with your doctor, especially if you're under the care of one already. Now, I will tell you that one of the things that, I mean, my father is a doctor. He's been practicing medicine for a long time and um, he is, he is not trained in nutrition, um, which baffles me because, you know, health goes hand in hand with nutrition because your nutrition is what nourishes your cells that make up your body and your cells die off and more are made. So like the better you can create healthier cells, the healthier your body's going to be. So if you really think about it on the cellular level, getting healthy from the inside out with nutrition and with, you know, what we're going to talk about the rest of the episode, all this stuff really matters for like overall health because medicine works wonders and some people, they need it, need it. But for some people, they use it as a Band-Aid or, you know, like I said, if they go and just buy a supplement because it says vitamin whatever and they heard they were deficient in it or they heard other people are deficient in it but it may not be the one for you so don't just Mm -hmm. accept too that like oh I tried it and it didn't make a difference you know I'm not going to take anything like that it's like well maybe you didn't try the right kind or maybe you need to take it at a you know in a different way so it absorbs better or whatever right Um, there's just so many facets to it that you really do have to become more of a you know get in the driver's seat a little bit more regarding your own health and, um, be that health detective for what works for your body. So, um, really I want to focus on habits. Um, so the first one I want to (laughs) say is, um, it is actually, you know, pretty much free. I mean, we pay for it, but again, drinking more water, um, many people are walking around chronically dehydrated and, Um, it's, it can lead to many chronic issues inside of our body. If we are chronically dehydrated. Now, if you all of a sudden start drinking more water a week later, you're still going to be chronically dehydrated. It is going to take you a while to come back from that. If you're somebody who never, ever, ever drinks water. Um, and over the years of, you know, my practicing, I am amazed by how many people do not drink water or they drink like two cups a day or something. Um, because our bodies need so much now, how much you need, it's always, you know, it's a little different for everybody there. There's kind of a generic half of your weight, um, in ounces, but so like if you weighed 160, your goal would be 80 ounces of water a day. Now, um, you shouldn't force it. You shouldn't feel like you're drowning yourself or anything like that. And it should be just like a goal, like an average that you kind of shoot for and there's different ways to encourage more water drinking, like maybe drinking through a straw or drinking through, you know, um, a cup that you just always have with you, whatever it is. Um, we talked about this a little bit during, um, the barefoot and balance program, because I have a whole week where we talk about hydration because it's so it's that important. Um, I really encourage people to use reusable water bottles instead of, or, you know, water jugs, whatever cups, 
um, instead of using plastic water bottles, just because a lot of times that's not even that high quality of water and all the things that can happen with that. Um, but water is the messenger of our nutrition, the nutrients that we're consuming, taking them to our cells and then taking the toxins out of our cells. So if you don't have that water, you know, you're going to, you may not get rid of toxins like you should. And then the nutrients that you're eating, you may be eating pretty healthy, but it might not be getting where it needs to go because you don't have enough water. Um, So for better cellular function, drinking enough water and then also flushing out those toxins. So um, you greatly improved your water intake um, over through the Barefoot and Balance program and could tell it was making a difference for you, right, Kelly? Yes. And even though I didn't always get to my goal for every day, um, I did average it out. And so that's been very helpful for me. So, yes, I'm a big big, uh, believer in water. (laughs) Yes. And that's, I mean, you don't have to get super fancy with it to make a difference. Um, We talk about adding like a little bit of, you know, pink Himalayan salt or some lemon, Um, you know, all that stuff kind of slightly changes the molecular structure of the water to actually make it better absorbed by your cells and all that jazz. But anyway, basics is um, the basic is to just drink more water than you probably are now, or just to keep, you know, keep it with you throughout the day. Um, Number two is get quality sleep. Again, this is a whole nother pillar of health in the Barefoot and Balance program. But, you know, repair and processing and all that jazz happens while you sleep. Um, So, like, when you're stressed during the day, you need to be able to turn that stress off and have, like, your melatonin increases. Like, you know, the hormones that help you, like, sleep and recoup and all that while you're sleeping Um, it has to kind of happen or your body stays in like this heightened sense of stress and you can't really repair like you need to. Therefore your cells aren't as healthy as they need to be. Therefore your immune system is not going to work as well. Does that make sense? It's kind of like a domino effect. If you don't. And I would say, um, I, I learned this the hard way. Don't try to drink all your water for the day in the (laughs) evening with dinner, because that is going to affect your sleep. Yes. And a lot of things can affect your sleep. So, I mean, that's, we had a whole, um, episode on that, on that, but, um, yeah, there's so many things that go in sleep. Like I said, it's my weakest habit because we are not owls. Like my husband being a musician, it's just so hard to not have that hangout time at night after the kids go to bed and on nights that they don't go to bed as early as they should. We always end up staying up too late for the most part, but I do have to say in the last few weeks, we have been so much better about it. Um, so I'm a little pat on my back, a little, you know, for myself, but it's just, it needs to be more consistent, but I can tell on the days that I get, you know, six and a half to eight and a half hours, I feel so much better the next day and the few days after that. So, um, yeah, you need good quality sleep to really keep your immune system um, supported. And then, um, which kind of leads into when the opposite of like your, you know, sleep hormone, like melatonin is stress and cortisol. So cortisol is the stress hormone and it's a little bit of stress is good. Like, you know, acute stress, whatever you want to call it, it is good for you. It's good to, to have that boost of cortisol. It helps with your adrenaline. It helps you get things done, kind of helps you stay alert and focused some of the times, but over stress, you know, if you're chronically stressed, you're always in like more of a stressed state, which can mean like, not just like feeling anxious, but like you can stress your cells 
by intaking toxins, like whether it's, you know, alcohol or sugar or processed foods, whatever, um, or not getting enough of sleep, you know, that's going to stress your body. So anytime you're stressing your systems, you're leading more to like this, this easy feeling. Um, so you want to get away from, from being chronically stressed and that can kind of come in a few different ways, like learning how to, you know, meditate more often, maybe, uh, expressing more gratitude, like in a gratitude journal or just out loud, um, exercising, which that's actually bringing me to my next point. Your next habit, um, daily exercise is another way to help support your immune system because it helps again, kind of do some of the same things like releasing the toxins, um, supporting your systems functioning better. Like, I mean, my digestive system works so much better when I exercise, um, and your brain, it really boosts your brain health. And so, you know, now we're seeing so much more that the brain and the gut are connected for overall health and you've got to support your brain health as much as you support your gut health. So, um, it's exercise literally or movement period literally rewires your brain. And that's a whole pillar of health itself too, during the um, barefoot and balance program, because it doesn't have to look like CrossFit or it doesn't have to look like whatever, like running or, you know, the same, you know, really strange lifting weights or whatever, like it, it's whatever works for you, um, moving your body. Maybe it's just walking every day or yoga or whatever, but purposeful movement, um, you know, consistent purposeful movement, even if it's not every single day, but most days a week will also boost your, um, immunity and support your immune system. Um, And then, so back to the vitamins a little bit, like taking vitamin D, vitamin C, you can get some of those through the dark leafy greens, citrus, um, just like by limiting your sugar intake and stuff and eating more whole foods, you're going to get more of those vitamins that you need. Now, I will say that most people are chronically deficient in vitamin D. Again, your body makes vitamins and one of the key ways to elevate your vitamin D levels is getting, and that's also like a whole nother habit, um, that I've got listed for supporting your, supporting your immune system is daily sunlight. So, um, even if it's just 15 minutes now, if you have darker skin, like, especially for what they're figuring out for, um, for COVID-19, it's actually affecting people at a larger rate who are vitamin D deficient. And that happens to be people of dark skin color. So the darker your skin, the more sunlight you need to let that synthesis happen between absorbing the sun into your skin and your body creating more of its own vitamin D. So if you're somebody who like doesn't ever sit down in the sun, at least a little bit every single day, you're probably deficient in vitamin D. Um, And, you know, there is like, you don't want to like sit out forever, you, you know, protect your face you know, as much as you can and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying to go out and get sunburned. That's obviously what we're talking about before with the moderation with everything, just same thing with the sunlight. You want to be smart about it. The earlier in the day you can get the sunlight, the better it is for like setting your circadian rhythms. And, um, you know, it's just, you can absorb sun through your scalp, you know? So even if you have hair and stuff, the sun's still getting in there. So, um, it's not like you have to expose your whole body or whatever, but, um, even just some on your arms or some in your legs, your feet, whatever, um, and sitting out in the sun can help you create more of your own vitamin D. Um, so, and also there's, there's some crazy like, um, plants and stuff like yuzu 
it's um, kind of a crossbreed. Um, I mean, it's natural. It wasn't like genetically modified uh, between like a um, an orange and lemon and something. And it's got like three times the vitamin C of a lemon. And it's one of the adaptogens in um, the herbal blends that I take. And it's been really great for like helping me meet my vitamin C levels. Um, and I have my kids drink it and all that kind of stuff. So um, I know a lot of people think of like orange juice and that kind of thing when you think vitamin C, but just know that you're also intaking a lot of sugar <laughs> if you're going straight for the fruits and stuff. Um, so just keep, you know, and whole what, foods are better than that, juices. Say that drink one more time, Jessica. What was the, the yuzu? Uh-huh. It's called Renew and um, it's actually in the calming category that we have. Mm -hmm. And it's got yuzu and lemon balm and chamomile and okay, uh, there's like one or two others. But anyway, it's primary ingredient is yuzu because of the vitamin C. And so it's one that it helps reduce. I drink it during the day to help with like just keeping me calm. Like, you know, if I'm feeling a little anxious or something, if I've got something important to do, whatever. Um, but a lot of people drink it warm. Um, before bed because mm. it helps them sleep. Um, it doesn't really do have the same effect on me, but that's what a lot of people use it for. And mm -hmm. because it d has that repairing factor. So some of the herbs that are in there are really work on repairing muscles um, and stuff like that, which, so even if I just drink it during the day and I don't drink it hot, I just drink it room temperature. It's still helping me repair my muscles when I do eventually sleep. Does that make sense? So it's kind yes. of like whatever you intake through the day, obviously something closer to bedtime may be more effective for while you're sleeping. But, um, but I, I even like give it to my kids. Um, so it's like, yeah, three times the vitamin C of a lemon. Um, so, but it's still you know. a gentle, gentle enough for children. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I okay. split a packet. Um, it comes like in a single serving packets and I split that between, um, the twins and Marley will drink it. My daughter will drink it sometimes. Um, she, you know, has to act like everything tastes bad. That's healthy for the most part, unless it's her idea. And, you know, she's, she's preteen. So, oh yes. um, it's fun times, but yeah, if I just make it her idea, she'll do it. But I mix okay. theirs with, um, I actually mix theirs with a greens packet that has zinc and vitamin D and vitamin A and vitamin K. Um, and it's, um, it's called vital and it's got three different chlorophyll blends, which if you're going to supplement with like zinc and all that stuff, it's an, kind of another point that I wanted to hit. Like, you know, again, reading when you're getting whatever supplements you're using or, you know, vitamins you're using, like I don't take a multivitamin. I take these different herbal blends and I phase them in and out of use. And none, like on our packaging, it doesn't say how much zinc is in there or how much vitamin D or whatever, because when you're using the whole plants like that, it's going to vary from plant to plant, you know, depending on how rich the soil was when that particular plant grew and all that kind of stuff. So that's how, you know the difference between something that's a more natural vitamin versus something that has exactly how much is listed. It's because it's a synthetic version of it. Um, so I just, I've, I've just gotten away from buying them at the drugstores, you know, and I, I go with these, I mean, it's the same, it's getting to the same point. It's just using these whole plant versions and they don't add unnecessary ingredients to it. So I know that I'm not taking in a lot of other stuff. I have people that are, you know, if they're on vitamins and stuff and I have them show me the ingredient list so many times, there's also like malodextrin or sucralose or which is a sugar, you know, it's all these different 
you know, sugar additives and stuff, I guess, to make them taste better. I'm like, if they're capsules, I don't even understand why they put sugar in it because you just swallow it, you know? Um, <laughs> but anyway, so there's, they're still putting some of this, you know, kind of what I consider unclean junky ingredients in there. And so you're taking, yes, you're taking these vitamins, but you're also taking in that other stuff when you could just take more of the, you know, a natural version of it. And then it doesn't have the added stuff. So that's why I'm a big believer in, the adaptogenic herbal blends that I take because, um, they're safe enough for my kids and I can't overdose on them. Like if I were to take, I mean, it might make me feel weird, I guess, if you like kept drinking, you know, kept taking them, kept taking them all on the same day, but it's not like you can take too many where it's going to harm you. Um, so that's, Mm -hmm. that's pretty powerful. I think it says, it says a lot about your trust in the products and the plants and the things that because you are giving them to your children yes so it's like not just it's not just you're saying other folks should take them or benefit from them you you live that and your family lives yeah. that. I, I get the question all the time like what multivitamins i give my kids and i'm like i don't you know um we do take elderberry syrup sometimes um harbin hollow is um uh, you know michelle is the owner and creator of all of that and she does a great job she resourced um like true european elderberries and she's starting to grow her own and she made a clean version of elderberry syrup because again you go to like a corner store the drugstore you cannot find clean elderberry syrup it all has you know sugar added and maybe even some like you know red dye or whatever it's just ridiculous so like I don't want to give my kids stuff that's sugary without, you know, being this, you know, if, unless mm-hmm. it's necessary, but, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of her elderberry yes, syrup. It is tasty. I really enjoy um, it. Yeah. So yeah, she uses just elderberry syrup or elderberries, lemon, which helps with the vitamin C. She uses local honey. So she actually now has her own honeybees and is making her own honey and she's got bee pollen and all that kind of stuff. Um, cloves, um, which is good for immunity too, and ginger, which is good for like anti-inflammatory properties. And then she just like has um, a little bit of cinnamon in there, which cinnamon also has some great um, like anti-inflammatory properties, like uh, blood sugar stabilizing properties. And then she just uses water. So that's it. The only, the only sweetener is honey and there's no other funky ingredients in there. And it actually tastes really good. And my kids drink that too. So um, you get some of the benefits of, you know, the different vitamins from the elderberries along with, um, you know, the lemon in there and all that stuff. So, so yeah, that, that's a really natural way to like help support your immune system as well. So, um, and we'll, we'll go through, you know, like a bottle at a time and just keep it in our fridge and everybody gets their little dose, um, either every day or every other day. It's, you know, the powerful thing about vitamins is like I said, it kind of has a compound effect when you use them, over, use them over time. Um, you know, or whatever these other elixirs are that help like support your immune system. And it's not that you, it's not like it's gone out of your body in 24 hours, right? Because your cells kind of survive for, um, 28, 29 days, all the way up to like 90 days. So all our different cells kind of have like a different lifespan, but you know, you're, you're nourishing them as they're getting created or while they're already there. And then like, eventually the cells are going to die off and you want the damaged cells to die off. So like some of these, um, like the, the elderberry syrup and some of the vitamins that I take and share with my kids, they also have antioxidants in them. Now, antioxidants, um, their main job is to kill the free radicals that we may have going on in our body, which can be created from a whole gamut of different things. Like, you know, whether it's, um, 
you know, processed foods or the electromagnetic smog, the electrosmog from like devices and stuff. You can't see that, but it's like in the air and it can literally damage your cells. Um, so then you've got these free radicals popping around and too many free radicals are what can lead to cancers and that kind of thing. So that's the reason why antioxidants are very important as well. Um, so, but don't be sucked into, I actually shared um, something with Kelly earlier that I found as far as a drink that I tried and it cracked me up because it is an adult beverage, but they have antioxidants and vitamin C in big letters across the front. Now, if you are buying um, an adult beverage based off that, you're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree. Like, you know, it's not, it's, I do not recommend it as like a health drink, but there are certain obviously foods and vitamins and all that stuff that um, they are really high in antioxidants and can be helpful with all the different vitamins and help your body. Like the things I love about the herbs that I take, they help your body create more of its own. Like the probiotic I take helps my body create more of its own B12. So I'm not taking B12. I'm taking things that help my body create more of its own vitamins um, and B12 is great for weight loss and energy and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, heck yeah, I'll take that probiotic. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I just, you know, they're, I know they're like third party tested, they're ethically sourced and all that stuff. So like, I don't have to worry about it being harmful. So yes, I do. I'll, all of, all mm-hmm. of the, uh, blends I feel comfortable giving to my kids. Um, mm-hmm. well, it's funny you mentioned the adult beverage. One of our favorite jokes around the Turner household is, um, we might make a vodka, tonic or something and then put a bunch of oranges yes. and limes <laughs> and like fresh cherries in it and be like it's a health yeah, drink exactly you know, i got a health drink today well, so feeling, and i'm not saying that doesn't know. help because i do this <laughs> i do the same thing i mean i instead of using like the pre-made mixes that may be really high in sodium or high in sugar or whatever like just using like water whatever kind of water sparkling seltzer tonic whatever and then mm-hmm. using your um you know your real fruit um, cause it makes mm-hmm. such a difference to me in the taste and same thing with my regular water. Like, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I, I can drink regular water, no big deal. But when I first was getting myself like away from sweet tea and away from Dr. Pepper and trying to drink less coffee and all that stuff and drink more water, I had to put lemon in it. You know, I was like, I've got to have mm-hmm. a little something, you know, taste wise. So if you're one of those people like experiment <laughs> with the different things you can put in it, that's like a whole food option, um, to flavor it. Mm-hmm. But putting putting a lime in your beer over the <laughs> Independence Day weekend does not equal no, health no. drink. Okay, uh, you oh can, well. uh, you, know, you, can, you can pretend for like a second, but mm, I think you're going to negate <laughs> the health effects. Uh, you know, kind of. But um, oh yeah. well, oh well, <laughs> <laughs> oh well is right. Um, and then the the other one, the cold pressed oils, was one thing that I've seen quite often. Um, so far, as far as like cooking with cold pressed oils and stuff like that, instead of using like heavily refined stuff, you know, so like using um, coconut oil and maybe some hemp oil and stuff like that, you want to avoid soybean oil, sunflower oil. I mean, you can use sunflower oil. It's just, and I think the um, it just it just sounds so it nice. It does, it does, oil. and it's not necessarily like a huge. Um, <laughs> One that's like a GMO crop, like soybeans, obviously a huge GMO crop, right? And they have mm-hmm. like, um, uh, you know, the different oils like, um, gosh, my brain just left me. Oh, grapeseed oil. Okay, grapeseed's mm-hmm. not horrible for you. It's just not one of the best ones to use. I love using um, avocado oil 
and olive oil and coconut oil are kind of like my go-tos for like cooking. So, so coconut oil is, is a cold press yes. oil. Is that, That's is that correct. correct? Okay. Because the, the first thought when I saw the list and saw the cold press oil, I thought of olive oil immediately. Yes. And that was one of the things in my hair test that it suggested that I take a break from. I had a, you know, it was one of my red intolerances. Yes. Yeah. So I've been using coconut oil, but I, and I never thought about checking to see if it was a cold pressed oil. So that's right. Well, and so to. not all cold, cold pressed oils are healthy either. Like, cause it, I mean, in that list, it does list the soybean oil and the grapeseed oil and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and peanut oil, we, most of the nuts, um, and beans are cold pressed. So like, um, or like right. the fruits. So there's like other fruits too. I mean, they have like everything like strawberry seed oil and you know, all kinds of stuff, but, um, coconut oil, olive oil and avocado oil are kind of like our top three. And then if we fry, um, my husband still does love to fry the garden vegetables and stuff. And we use, um, peanut oil for that usually. Um, oh, so, okay. and I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm just saying it's like one of the less, because you just, so many things can get into your, you know, they produce with your oils that, you know, especially once you, if it starts when you're cooking it and it starts smoking, that's said to be like, have like carcinogenic effects, which, you know, that's quote unquote cancer causing. Um, obviously you have to have a lot of exposure to that more than likely. Um, we season our cast iron with, um, flaxseed oil or linseed oil, either one of those, um, so anyway, just know where your seeds are coming from. Like if you can buy organic oils, do it, um, or at least non-GMO or whatever. And then, um, yeah, so coconut, avocado, and olive are the three main ones that I use for cooking anyway. So just stick with those and then okay. move on. Um, and then the last one I wanted to talk about was supplementing with medicinal mushrooms. Um, and it's, Okay, now this was funny because when I saw this, the first thing I thought was like mescaline and like, uh, you know, mushroom tea. And I thought, uh, you know, Jerry Garcia. <laughs> and- <laughs> yes, not magic, the not bears. magic mushrooms, medicinal okay. mushrooms. Okay. Right. So you've probably heard about like mushroom tea and mushroom coffee, and mushroom cocoa mix and all this kind of stuff. And it's because they're finding out like, I mean, there's a lot of parts of the world that have known this for a very long time. And it's just now becoming in the last, you know, handful or more years um, in the States, it's become more popular, but, um, there are several kinds that you can probably find in different varieties or whatever. Again, just make sure like you can figure out where it's sourced from and whatnot. Um, we actually, with soul naturals, we have a capsule that has 10 different, uh, medicinal mushrooms in there. And so all of these plants, like in the different blends that I take and, um, promote are, have medicinal properties because you're using the whole plant. Like it's, it's, you know, it is like the purest form of like what these things were made to do. So um, anyway, it's called Neuro IM and it's amazing because it does have so many benefits for brain health. Now, I wanted to list the um, mushrooms and just give a little snippet about like what each one is good for, because if you can find just like a few of them wherever, that's great. Um, but a whole bottle of the ones, the ones that I'm talking about that have the 10 different ones blended together, it's only $28. 
And so I was like kind of blown away because before, I think this blend came out last year and before it came out, um, I had been researching about um, like mushroom coffees, mushroom teas and stuff, because I'd been reading, I've heard about the benefits before and all this stuff. I was like, okay, this is something I want to try. And when I was looking up, they had like maybe two or three mushrooms max in any of the blends I could find. And it was way more expensive for like a 20 day supply. And I was like, I don't understand why I cost so much. Like, and cause these also have like adaptogens in there. And some of these didn't even have the adaptogen ones included. So um, every single soul blend has at least one adaptogen in every blend. And an adaptogen is just, it's a, a powerhouse herb that is um, its main purpose is to balance whatever system it knows to target. So like, you know, we could take the same blend, but like, you know, you're, maybe your nervous system is kind of crazy and like you just feel like you want to crawl out of your skin like you're anxious or whatever and maybe I'm like really low energy and I need kind of like a pep up it's we could take the same one the same blends and the what whichever adaptogens in there need to help you are going to help you and the ones in in the blend that need to help me will help me so it's going to bring you back to balance and that's like the my main goal in life is to help people find their balance so when I could get my hands on these, I was just so impressed because there's so many different, it's funny because like, I know I have like talked and talked and talked with a lot of people that take these and some people may have a completely different testimony about the same blend as somebody else. So like for neuro, I am some people that have, you know, certain nerve issues or, um, like nervous system or brain issues or whatever, maybe circulatory issues, they take it for that. And then other people who just have like brain fog or have trouble focusing or, or, you know, kind of more along those lines, but they both swear by taking that, you know, for the different um, objectives or whatever. So it's just interesting to see like how it affects everybody. Um, So basically medicinal mushrooms are really known for managing inflammation, um, strengthening nerve tissue Um, supporting the immune system, helping it be strong, like over time. And then they also have a a wide range of vitamins and minerals. So, um, you know, there's tons of like mushrooms that you would eat too, but these are just, um, you know, grown for this reason. And you can take, I mean, it would take you forever to eat the amount of mushrooms that, you know, would equal (laughs) what's in the capsules. Right. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so for the serving of them, it, you can take two capsules. But what I found out was you can open a capsule and just do one inside your coffee or inside some warm water or inside, you know, if you do like the cinnamon tea that we have, you can mix those together. Um, and it doesn't have like a strong mushroom taste or anything. It's, it's really good. It just kind of blends in with whatever you have. And then I've got my mushroom coffee, you know, I've got my mushroom tea. So um so you can choose whether to take the capsules or not, but let me run down real quick, which ones they are. And I'm sure you've heard of some of these before. Um, but the first one is lion's mane and it may help with like brain function. It's literally brain food. It kind of looks like a big white, um, lion's mane, literally like if it, you know, you had a Santa Claus lion, <laughs> it's a big white, like, um, crazy beard looking thing. Um, and it looks all, it goes all the way around. And then, um, it is, it, you know, could be good for mental health. Um, it's known to be good for, um, your gut system and your immune system. And it may fight, fight inflammation, like it, even inflammatory bowel disease. So, um, it's crazy how much it, the brain is helped with that one and the gut. 
Um, the next one is cordyceps. And if you're an athlete, you probably have heard about this before. It improves athletic performance. Um, it can enter, it's known as an energizing functional fungus. Um, it may combat muscle fatigue, um, maybe good for the heart. And in China, it's known that they treat arrhythmia with cordyceps, which is interesting. Um, it may boost libido. It um, may have natural anti-inflammatory properties and it may have anti-aging properties. Um, turkey tail is one. It actually also does physically look like a turkey tail. It's cool. Um, it is packed with antioxidants. Um, it has Im immune boosting properties, may improve brain function with um, even with people with cancers because of the certain um properties in it. They're polysaccharides or whatever. Um, I think I'm saying that right. So they contain polysaccharides, which are known for combating cancer cells. Um, it may decrease insulin in people and it enhances gut health as well. Um, shiitake, that is one that you probably have heard of in restaurants because they do cook with that one often. Um, it is packed with nutrients and vitamins and different minerals. It may aid in heart health. It supposedly boosts immunity. And it also has the compounds with the anti-cancer properties, um, including the polysaccharides. It's antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral. Uh, it's, it may strengthen bones, and it also contains vitamin D. So that hits a few of the things on the head that we were talking about as far as habits go. Um, chaga is the next one and it's considered an antioxidant gold. It boosts immune system. It, um, has anti-inflammatory properties may have anti-cancer properties, promotes gut health, um, technically has antibiotic properties, um, protects, could protect against Alzheimer's disease and may be helpful for diabetes. Um, so obviously I say may or could with all that stuff because it just depends on your body, right? I'm not going to say that treat, cure, or diagnosis, anything. <laughs> um, the next one is uh, myotaki, and it's one that is an adaptogen. Um, it is rich in antioxidants, beta-glucans, um, vitamin B and C, copper, potassium, fiber, different minerals, and amino acids, and it's known to lower cholesterol levels and help with diabetes. Uh, tremella is high in antioxidants. So, and again, those antioxidants help prevent cell damage, um, help get rid of those free radicals. It helps reduce inflammation, manage cholesterol. It's also high in vitamin D um, and provides immune system support and has the anti-tumor and anti-cancer benefits. Um, reishi is a mushroom that it's technically red reishi. They're all kind of like a reddish color. They are also an adaptogen and it manages, helps manage stress, boosts mood and reduces fatigue. It can boost the immune system and it has anti-inflammatory properties as well. Um, Agarius Blase, I'm not sure exactly how you say that one, so we're just going to go with that. Um, it supports healthy insulin levels, it strengthens the immune system, it supports cellular health, and is also a powerful antioxidant. Um, Mesima, I think that's how you say that, is, um, has anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. It also boosts immune system, um, anti-allergic effects, has, um, it's antimicrobial and antiviral effects in that one as well and also has anti-diabetic effects um so basically it's a, a, a kind of a, a comprehensive restorative mushroom blend and it is safe for daily use they blend it so as that it's safe for everyday use um because some of them you might find blends out there that say don't drink every day or don't take every day or whatever 
Um, and it's just really good. It's responsibly harvested and, um, really good for cognitive immunity. So again, it's got those the brain food benefits, brain support benefits, as well as the, um, you know, overall immune system and gut health benefits. So, um, I was kind of blown away by all of that. Um, and cause I mean, before last year, I didn't really know what, uh, medicinal mushrooms were either. So, um, as far as like the specific ones and which ones were best and what all they did. So I'm, I'm pretty amazed by it myself. Oh, I think my kids are going crazy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, um, so anyway, if that's one that, um, anybody's interested in adding to their daily regimen, um, let me know because it's definitely one that's on mine and I really enjoy, um, you know, having the option to either take it in a capsule or drink it as a tea, but, um, where you find for medicinal mushrooms out there, know that they, they're very supportive of your immune system. So that's kind of the one that I wanted to end on because, um, all these are habits. All these are things we can do every day just to kind of, you know, support our immune system every day for the long term and, um, Hopefully just, you know, keep some of that craziness at bay and keep ourselves feeling good because you, you know, it stinks when you get sick because then it is really hard to kind of focus on other stuff. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't apologize. It's great. Oh, oh boys. <laughs> you better stay in your room. I, I, you know, they hit their <laughs> limit. I think we're at our, what, yep, 48 minute mark. <laughs> Oh goodness! Hey, I give them I give them all the credit in the world. This is awesome. oh, oh they don't get to listen to us on uh, hyperspeed. So, <laughs> hey. So I think we went over all the, you know, habits that I wanted to talk about. And um, hopefully I know this went a little long. If you want to listen to all these episodes in one and a half times, I highly recommend it. That's what I do for everything I listen to. Um, but hopefully this was helpful. And um, and you were definitely already thinking in holistic ways for, you know, supporting your immune system, Kelly. So hopefully other people were already kind of thinking of some of these too and, um, you know, you don't have to turn around and tomorrow, all of these be your new habits, but just work them in one at a time and, um, kind of support your immune system over the long haul. And, um, you know, when we get sick and, and we're not feeling good, it kind of disrupts our, like if we were kind of, you know, in a groove with our healthy routine, you know, it always feels like it takes, as long as you were sick, it takes that many more days to come back and get back into the habits that you want again. Um, right. So it's just, and obviously if you have kids and have a job, like there's just, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. So <laughs> just do the best you can to stay as healthy as possible, but don't stress yourself out. Reducing your stress is a huge, huge, huge one because usually the people who are super, super, super stressed out are the first ones to get taken down. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks to everybody. If you get time. Go on to iTunes and uh, give us a five-star review and leave us a, leave us some interesting comments and uh, keep sending the Instagram messages. We love it. Thank you for listening and happy Independence Day. Yes. Enjoy your July 4th weekend. Be safe and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. This is Holistic Hysteria. Hysteria.